It's time for JB and the General, presented by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Live on WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. Call or text into the show right now. 615-844-5600. That's 615-844-5600. Broadcasting live from the Strike and Spare studio, here's News Channel 5's John Burton and Patton Cook. Friday edition of the show. JB and the General, John Burton, General Patton Cook inside the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios. We are presented by Omni, the Omni Nashville Hotel. Patton, good morning. What's up, man? Good morning, John. Happy Friday. Yeah, we made it, right? We did. Yeah. Had a rare Thursday off yesterday, TV. Did the show yesterday. We taped the podcast afterwards. And then, uh, so yeah, had a, had, a, had a really good Thursday. Took a nap, ate some food, got a workout in, took another nap, <laughs> went out for a little bit and uh, saw some people I hadn't seen in a while. Woke up early today and uh got on the treadmill did a little cardio got got uh got some oatmeal in me so i'm feeling pretty good i got the i got the celsius energy drink coursing through my veins so i think i think we're going to be all right i think we're going to be functional today is the uh as the kids say the vibes are immaculate right now for you is that what they say that's what they say these days now give it a couple minutes it'll change right it'll change right i mean i you know i'm still talking i'm still talking about getting crunk from like the early (laughs) you know 2000s Am I missing something here, Patton? Why is there such a big fuss about Beyonce doing a country song? I've heard it. It's not a bad song. Is it just because, oh my God, Beyonce did a country song? Or like, you know, every, like everybody's like, oh, like, oh, I, I don't get it. What, what am I missing? I, I have no idea. I, I've heard it. it. It's it's pretty good. I mean, It's okay. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's all right. It's, it's no worse than bro country, as Greg Pogue famously right. calls it. Now, I mean, you know, it makes sense. I mean, you know, she's from Houston, Texas, so she grew up in the South. Right. And, you know, okay. She did a country song. Like, it's like everybody's just like all like, you know what I mean? I think it's sacred ground, the I, uh, country music. I, I just, you know, I just, like I said, she did a country song. And it's 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 a fine song. Right. You know, and, and, you know, Beyonce is a very accomplished artist. To be honest, you I know, didn't know there was people I think, were up in arms about it, but now I think you say it's not shocking. I think she's vastly overrated, and I know the Beehive is going to be oh, all boy. over me for that. You know, between the Beehive and the Swifties, there is no escape. We are going to have to shut the text line I mean, we're going we're gonna, to, yeah, we're going to have Beehivers texting me. Oh, no, you didn't. <laughs> Don't you dare talk about my queen like that, John Burton. <laughs> Ay, ay, ay. Uh, <laughs> oh. So anyway, uh, so I just dug myself a hole there. Preds there win again, Boy. six to one over the Wild. So we can pretty much lock them in. The, the, they are going to the playoffs. There will be playoff hockey in Nashville uh, this spring. So yeah, season um, ticket members lock in the playoff package. Just yes, go ahead and exactly. send the Preds your money because yep. you'll be it's you'll happening. be watching. You'll be watching games at Bridgestone Arena. You know they're basically. Tied with who? St. Louis in the wild card standings, same amount of points. Although the Blues have two games in hand, but it, they're either going to be the first or the second wild card. They are going. They are in, man. It's happening. Yeah, they're red hot, and they looked really, really seven good last in night. a row, bro. Yep, and gave up the first goal last night. And then they go on and score. Connor six Dewar, on the right? Yep, yep, indeed. And 
Yossi uh, had a, a goal and two helpers. He's been playing spectacular lately. Good, always a, good to have the, your veteran captain playing well. Had a fantastic goal last night. Banked it off the uh, goaltender and, and into the net. <laughs> but really, their first goal the Preds had in the first period, and they go on and score another one eight seconds later uh, yeah. off the faceoff. So that started it all, and overall, what a run the Preds are on. They're uh, riding high, and they're riding this wave until the wheels fall off, and why not? Huge game tomorrow night, Tennessee at Alabama for sole possession of first place in the SEC. We're going to talk to Ryan Callahan in a few minutes, get his thoughts on that game. Uh, you know, big road game. Obviously, Alabama's going to, you know, have, as Greg always liked to say, the red booty factor yeah. after they got <laughs> sunned uh, by the by the Vols in Knoxville. And so they'll be looking for a little payback. That should be an outstanding game. I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, big one. Uh, big one for all the marbles. Not exactly season-defining, but like we talked about or pretty much all week long, Tennessee's got a chance to build a resume to really kind of solidify a number one seed. I know. Um, going in the NCAA How tournament. How incredible is that? W- would be huge for them. So uh, you want to win this one, but not necessarily a, a must-win by any means. But way Tennessee's playing and don't connect, uh, if that kid doesn't have confidence coming into this Oof. one, <laughs> I don't know what more he needs to do in the previous game. So massive one really looking forward to it but like you said Alabama's going to be uh ticked off for greatness if you know what I mean <laughs> this weekend because boy they got like you said had their pants pulled down uh, in Knoxville and really exposed for all the world to see so I, I, I'm looking forward to it big games this weekend in, in the SEC no question about it all right NFL combine the players hit the field yesterday I was actually living my life so I didn't I didn't watch it you had your fanny parked on the couch watching tight ends and defensive backs. Obviously, defensive back is a uh, is probably an area of yep. need or uh, uh, of desire, if you will, for the Tennessee Titans. What did you see yesterday? Who stood out? Um, had a couple. Uh, I believe there was a player, Northern Colorado, a defensive <laughs> lineman, ran a uh, four five eight yesterday. Uh, weighed in about two eighty. So. Oh, D lineman. D lineman. So who was it? Was it tight ends, D lineman, and secondary? Indeed. Okay. Yesterday, didn't want to shortchange the D lineman. You mentioned you were living your life not watching it. I was living my life watching <laughs> it. Uh, I'll just go ahead and say it right now. So, but yeah, it, one thing I like it, it just gets better, John Burton. You, you had the taste of it yesterday. The wide receivers are talking. Oh yeah. Uh, today you're just you're locked in, man. You're, you're churning out content right now, and I'm just I'm just sitting back yeah i believe wide receivers running backs and uh quarterbacks are meeting with the media today yep. in indy you know back when i when i first got here and they would send us to the combine we'd stay there like three four days man you know just getting like because back then there were a lot of like right. local ish guys that were you know um there for the combine or whatever and so i'm glad those days are over but uh <laughs> Yeah, man. So, uh, so what was the experience like? Did you like? Did you like pop some popcorn? Did you order some, order some takeout? Like, you know, well, this, this you and you and the fiance just sitting there, like, you know, cuddled up in a blanket, watching. Ooh, he's really fat. Well, I, I gotta say, <laughs> uh, I gotta stick up for, for Lexi here. She was not as uh, insane as me. She's not lo- locked up in a mental asylum watching the NFL combine. She must like be I. like. I'm going to marry this guy. This guy's sitting on the couch watching dudes run around in their underwear. Right, I know. I know. <laughs> but uh, no. This no, is the man I'm marrying? It, uh, we, we didn't live it up big for, for uh, night one of the combine. We, right. we will get into it. We, we got to progressively get more and more. Well, we, I say me. I, I'm going to get progressively more and more into it. But 
Yeah, I've kind of just been listening to some of the NFL or the uh, combine participants, receivers, quarterbacks, like you mentioned, talking today. Caleb Williams is making the rounds. He's not doing any uh, NFL medicals at, yeah. at the combine. Uh, because and by the way, we goofed. We said Marvin Harrison was not there. He actually is there. Did show up there yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, and for Caleb, he's not Williams, going to work out, right? But he'll he'll probably interview with teams. I would guess. We'll interview with teams. And Caleb Williams' explanation for not doing a uh, medical at the combine is because not all thirty-two teams can draft me, bro. Is that what he said? Uh, he's did. hiding something. I've you know, if you got nothing to hide, do your medicals, bro, right. bro. All right, well, obviously, wide receiver could be a, an area of interest as well for the Tennessee Titans, and one of the top receivers available in this year's draft, not named Marvin Harrison Jr., uh, met with the Tennessee Titans, did he not? Sure did. A member of the uh, Washington football team, uh, college, of course, Washington University, Romeo Adunes, meeting with University the University of Washington. The University of Washington. U-Dub. Uh, U-Dub. Uh, discussing his meeting with the titans and how he think he would fit in two-tone blue yeah no the titan the titans was cool i think uh that was one of my first meetings so you know going into it a little little, little nervous a little figuring out you know how how uh you know th- those meetings are gonna go but um good people as well you know um they were, were also very very diligent asked me all, all the good questions making sure i knew what i was talking about feel like you know I, I probably impressed them uh, hopefully um so it, it was another good meeting definitely fit in there um you know uh, i think you know that they got a good system uh going on um got some good quarterbacks in the room and it's something i could you know help uh expand you know my versatility uh, on the on the field i think you know i've shown all the skills that that can translate to the nfl at, at a high level um in different facets of my game and i think who i am as a person who i will be to a locker room who i'll be in a, in a community are all uh a plus Shout out Jimmy Wyatt for yes. uh, for that. Yes, courtesy of of Jim Wyatt uh, with the uh, audio there. He's been there all week for uh, TennesseeTitans.com. Um, so we appreciate him uh, allowing us to use that sound that he gathered. So, uh, yeah, I mean, he'd, more he'd be, of, more he'd of be a physical. nice addition to that wide receiver room because that wide receiver room needs a job. I'd actually like to see him in uh, maybe not two-tone blue, but maybe – Back York, off, John. New York Giants, red, white, and blue. You, you back off. All right? <laughs> well, yeah, we'll we'll talk about that at another time. Um, what do you, what do you think of him? I mean, I I think he's a he's a solid prospect. He seems like a a great young man. He'd be he'd be a nice addition to the Tennessee Titans. No, yeah, absolutely. Really, for him, maybe unlike some of the others, Malik Neighbors and and Marvin Harrison. The reason they get open is more of their route running, their speed. He is a physical just freak quite frankly when you uh, watch him on film it, yeah i love those six foot three 220 pound yep. receivers that go and get it just yeah you know? <laughs> takes it away from a db mm-hmm. and really in an offense last year with michael Penix jr he was option a option b and option <laughs> c for, for for a lot of it quite yeah frankly. he was terrific i mean watched it was terrific last year with Penix jr but you're right i mean he really stood out i mean he you know and it's tough, man, for those West Coast teams, for right. guys to really stand out because there is an East Coast bias, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm from the East Coast, born and raised. There is an East Coast bias. And, you know, you don't get to always see those games uh, on the West Coast, you know, even here in the Central Time Zone. Yep. So, um, and if you do, the the, the the time, of course, starting at 8.30, 9 o'clock, you're not going to watch every minute of that. But I, yeah. I think what's interesting is how the Titans kind of view – 
their roster needs in terms of the level. And, of course, depth of a draft will influence kind of where they go in round one and two and free agency. And wide receivers very deep in this year's exactly. draft. So I, that, that's a position. I I know we were kind of joking yesterday about tight end and, and Brock Bowers, and maybe we don't see, but John, I'll say on uh, Titans Twitter, quote, quote, that, that's a popular name right now. Just – who Bowers? Uh, Brock Bowers, yeah, just yeah. You know why he is? Because he said, "Yeah, I'd love to play for the Titans." Well, so, so Titans Twitter's like, "Oh, we got to have this guy." That and also, I mean, come on. <laughs> well, one of the things Brian Callahan was talking about was just getting better at the skill positions. And yeah, that's not just wide receiver and getting into the end zone, no matter how you do it. And that's one thing Brock Bowers did a hell of a lot of at Georgia. And I thought somebody made a good point. I, I've mentioned Kyle Pitts a couple times here. Uh, just how. Well, he didn't work. It, it, does Brock Bowers going to have that same impact? Brock Bowers has been doing it since he was an 18-year-old at Georgia. Kyle Pitts kind of had one year at, at Florida during the COVID year. You had some uh, kind of maybe some mystery behind that, but I think there's more sample size. And I've kind of thought about it a little bit more. Makes me wonder if the Titans go in that direction. I don't know if he'll be there. A lot of mocks have him um, having him go a little bit earlier, quite frankly, in, in five or six areas. So, just something to think about, but skill position is starting to maybe turn heads a little bit for the Titans, but still very early. It's going to go in eight different directions until May. All that being said, if Joe Alt is on the board, the Titans have to take this guy because this, to me, this entire offseason, and I've said it a million times, and I'll say it for the a millionth and first time, yep. this offseason for the Tennessee Titans should be, and I believe will be, about the further development of Will Levis. Because if that kid doesn't develop to be what we think and hope he will be, then you're going nowhere. And that starts with protecting him. I just believe you can get your skill players in the second rounds and and, and beyond. Um, now, listen, you know, like you said, plans change. Things are going to go in a million directions. There's going to be all kinds of speculation between now and April 25th. My the draft is until April 25th. God, we got to talk about this for the next how many weeks? Buckle up, everybody. Yeah, yeah, for well over a month. Um, but it is what it is, and, and you know, it's a labor of love. We love doing it. But you know what I mean? I, I I just feel like offensive line should be priority number one because you have to protect your young quarterback. And, yeah, you, I mean, it's, it's, it's an interesting dynamic that the Titans are in with Rand Carthon and Brian Callahan, new head coach, an offensive coach, and you want to be more dynamic offensively and get the ball down the field and score a lot of points, but you can't do that if the you know if the piggies up front aren't doing their job. So I don't know. I guess I'm a little torn with that. I mean, Bowers I think would be a, a really good addition. You know, Adunze, did I say his name right. Yep, Adunze, Adunze obviously would I think would be terrific. So you know. Maybe make a trade, get 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 a second first round pick. <laughs> well, and t- traditionally, I mean, you know, what I mean, stock up if you. No, can. you're you're right. And traditionally, at least for the Titans, I mean, their best wide receiver production has come in rounds two and three at wide receiver. That's I right. Mean, AJ Brown was the second round pick, right? <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, uh, the, there is something to that. And kind of was looking at the the free agent class for tackles. It isn't it isn't great. Um, mm-hmm. There's some big names in there, but. In terms of production here as of late, not not really there. Tyron Smith, of course, at his ripe age of 33. I was going to say, future Hall of Famer, I mean. But, yeah, 33, though, he's probably going to command a pretty good buck because you have to figure you probably get four, maybe five right. decent years out of him. Right. So, and, I, and you just don't know because 
we really haven't had a chance to talk to Bill Callahan yet, and I don't know when that first opportunity will be. It probably be after the draft, I would guess. But uh, what does he think of of this group? I mean, really, I think that's going to be the big thing, mm-hmm. and something we've heard quite a bit from from Rain and Brian. They're not just going to leave the offensive line to him and make all the decisions, but he's going to have a hell of a lot of say, and he's going to have, I'd say, final say. On, on a lot of these guys. on Wouldn't you? It, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Not criticizing it one way or the other, but would love to know his mindset on kind of the, the five that he has right now. How many of them does he want back? How many of them would he like some competition in there? Well, we've had a great week of having some college basketball coaches on as we get ready for March and tournaments and all that kind of stuff. We had Jay Ralph on the other day. Uh, had a great visit with Casey Alexander from Belmont yesterday. Shay Ralph, of course, the Vanderbilt women's coach. Um, they're on the NCAA bubble. Belmont getting ready for the yep. Missouri Valley Conference tournament next week, trying to secure a spot in the NCAA tournament if they could run the table. And it continues today, does it not? Yes, sure does. Uh, was happy to nail down a uh, time slot for Lipscomb men's basketball head coach Lenny Acuff to join the show. 10.05 he'll be joining us. His team locked up. The third seed in the A-Sun tournament, they will play on Tuesday uh, in round number one. They got a game tonight, though, against EKU before they close it out, but really excited to talk to Coach. I've gotten to talk to him this season. First time I had I'd ever met him, super. Great guy. Great guy, great coach. Happy to give me the time of day for every broadcast, so appreciate him for doing that for me and then coming on the show with us this morning. Well, we look forward to that at 10.05. By the way, go back on SoundCloud, listen to those interviews yes. we had during the week. It's been a great week of uh, of guesting for us here on the show. Up next, we're going to head up to Knoxville, check in with Ryan Callahan with Go Vols 24-7. Again, huge game for UT tomorrow night at Alabama. First place in the SEC on the line. Sole possession of first place on the line. So we'll get to that. Your phone calls throughout the morning. We're here t- till 11. JB and the General, WNSR. Buyandtow.com. Get cash for junk cars. You have a vehicle that's become a problem? You can get cash in your hand today and your vehicle hauled away. They'll buy your vehicle no matter the condition, in your driveway, at your mechanic shop, or even on the side of the road. You can call them at 615-480-6473 or visit buyandtow.com. Get cash in your hand today and your vehicle hauled away. 615-480-6473. Buyandtow.com. That's buyandtow.com. We all make resolutions this time of year. And let's face it, most of them won't stick. But here's one that's not only easy to keep, but will help you feel healthier all year long. Navage. Navage provides quick, drug-free nasal relief by washing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. This time of year, when everyone is sick, Navage helps by sucking out germs, bacteria, and viruses trapped in our noses that cause us to feel miserable. And come allergy season, it does the same with dust, pollen, and other allergens. And unlike medications that can take time to help, if they're effective at all, Navage helps treat congestion symptoms in seconds flat, without drugs. This New Year's resolve to use drug-free Navage to help you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier all year long. Ask for Navage at Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Target, or find us online at Navage.com. Navage. N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose. Healthy life. 
Have you ever met a single person in your life that enjoys paying taxes? No, no one does. If you can't sleep at night because you have a huge problem with the IRS, I've got some free advice for you. This service is strictly limited to individuals that owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes. And if you qualify, we can guarantee that you won't be writing a big fat check to the IRS or our services cost you nothing. The first 100 people that call today will get a free tax consultation worth $500. Stop worrying about your IRS problem. We can help you. We promise. Call the tax doctor right now. I mean right now to learn more. 800 649 www.thenashvillecats.com Hey, it's John Burton from News Channel 5. And it's Patton Cook from National Sports Radio. We are excited for our new show, JB and the General, every Monday through Friday right here on WNSR Nashville Sports Radio. Talking all things Titans, Nashville SC, Preds, anything you want, we can talk. And we don't mind going off the beaten path once in a while as well. Again, that's every Monday through Friday, 9 to 11, right here on WNSR. WNSR, JB and the General, Friday edition. Boy, huge game tomorrow night. Tennessee plays at Alabama. Sole possession of first place in the SEC on the line in that one. We head up to Knoxville now and check in with our Vols guru, Ryan Callahan. Not Brian Callahan, but Ryan Callahan from Gold Vols 24-7. Ryan, good morning. How you doing, man? Yeah, doing well. I, I am not in Indianapolis uh, this morning, just to, just to confirm. Well, I, w- I actually was in Indianapolis on Tuesday, and I did talk to Brian Callahan, and now I get the pleasure of talking to you, Ryan Callahan. No relation, folks, for, for those uh, wondering. Uh, nope. But, uh, man, let's uh, let's start with what we saw earlier in the week. I mean, I don't know what else to say about Dalton Connect. I mean, this guy, is this guy... I mean, not only SEC Player of the Year, he might be National Player of the Year. I, I mean, who's playing better than this guy right now in the country, Ryan? Yeah, it's it, that that part's going to be fascinating to me because I I think you can definitely make a case for him to at least be in that National Player of the Year discussion. I, I'm not sure there's a there's enough buzz around his name right now to to suggest that he's going to win it or anything like that. But man, he is uh, he has been on some kind of tear uh, for, for most of the SEC schedule. And to, to do what he did against a good defensive team uh, in Auburn and, and all the different things they threw at him to try to slow him down uh, in a game of that magnitude, a game Tennessee trailed in the second half, just just amazing. What The final 12 minutes of that game in particular, what he did to kind of turn it on and help Tennessee pull that one out, uh, just just amazing. And 
uh, you know, it, it's, it raises an interesting question because we've already kind of had this on the football side with Hendon Hooker, and, and it's even different for him because he spent two years at Tennessee. But where do you, where do you stack up a guy like Dalton Connect among the all-time greats at a school when he's only going to spend one year at Tennessee? Uh, mm-hmm. that, that's just such an, it's such an interesting discussion. But if this was a four-year player, even if his first three years had been nothing like this at Tennessee, just having this kind of season would have him in, in obviously rarefied air. And I think it's going to be the same way for Dalton Connect, but will he be remembered the same way as a Bernard King or an Allen Houston mm. simply because he's a one-year player? Uh, will that will that dock him a little bit in, in people's eyes over the long haul? I'm interested in seeing that because this one year, you can easily put him up against some of the all-time greats at Tennessee. Uh, I, I've, I, I, I guess I would put Allen Houston in the same discussion offensively, but even Allen Houston didn't put up these kinds of numbers on such a regular basis against such good competition. Yeah, no no doubt about it. You know, one of the guys that uh, doesn't get talked about a lot, I look at a guy like Jonas Adu, you know, 6 for 10 the other night, had the 14 points, the 7 rebounds. His ability to kind of play end-to-end has been a key for this team all year too, hasn't it? No question, and and he's uh you know he, interestingly he's he's a guy that's put himself in the discussion. You know, I think the the thought internally has been that he's definitely going to be back next year because he still just needs to get stronger and and still can take his game to another level. But man, the more and more he shows, the more you wonder if he's going to have a decision to make in the end because he just uh, continues to to improve and 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 show that that he can that he can hang against uh, against pretty much anybody and, and really makes an impact on both ends of the court, as you said. Uh, you know, just having a guy like that with, with his kind of size, uh, it, it's something that, that some of Tennessee's past teams just haven't had, and he can really be a, a difference maker in a lot of games. So, uh, that, you know, that's, there's a lot of things about this Tennessee team that makes it tough to match up with, but he, he's certainly one of them because they've not always had that dimension uh, on the interior. And he, he definitely, when you combine him with a guy like Dalton Connect, uh, that, that's a pretty good inside-out combination, especially when you throw in the supporting cast around those guys. Ryan, once the NCAA tournament starts, do you think teams will at least try to guard Dalton Connect differently than kind of what we've seen? I, I don't. There are some double teams, but do you feel like teams might be a little more aggressive in, in, in March Madness? Yeah, you know, we, we saw some of that the other night, frankly, in the Auburn game. You know, they they tried uh, tried to double team at times in that second half uh, stretch run and. Every time they did, uh, they you know they got the ball out of his hands, but they found the, the open man and, and tended uh, to to make Auburn pay when they when they tried that. So uh, Tennessee's a they're a good enough passing team to I think you know kind of kind of burn you if you try to defend them that way. I, I think we've already seen a, a a good variety of defenses against Dalton Connect this year, but there's no question teams are going to throw the kitchen sink at him. And uh, you know the the big test is obviously just, you know just going to be the teams that. Uh, that that have the size and the athleticism to to be a difficult matchup defensively. If you've got uh, a bunch of guys with length that can defend well, um, that that that's tough for anybody to deal with. So you know he, he's probably going to run into an elite defender that can handle him one on one a little bit better and, and make things difficult. But man, there there have not been many teams that have that have had much luck in slowing him down. But I, I'm reminded of the Kentucky game. You know, yeah. slowing him down is going to be a relative term. It looks like. Um, because this second half of the season, he's really not had any off nights, mm. and an off night for him has still been 16 points or so. But I, I'm reminded of that Kentucky game up in Lexington. You know, it wasn't a perfect game for him. That you know, some other guys stepped up big, but he he was a, a little bit, uh, you know, not his usual self. Didn't even take quite as many shots as usual. I think ended up with 16 points in that game. 
you know, we, we might see someone like that that has length and athleticism all over the board, like Kentucky, that can sort of, you know, slow him down a little bit and at least get the ball out of his hands. But that's kind of what you have to do. I think you just have to get him to give up the ball, uh, you know, double teaming and just, you know, preventing, preventing him from driving. You know, that's, that's not enough. <laughs> You've got to be, just be able to deny, uh, deny the opportunity to get an open look because he showed the other night. You give him a chance to, to make a three, he can hit it. And if you play the three too much, he'll, he'll catch that you're playing that way and he'll drive right past you and get to the basket. Ryan, as someone who wasn't super, quite frankly, familiar with him coming in, I, I assume I'm not the only one in that aspect. What was his expectation or like expectation level, um, as a player for Tennessee? I, I know it wasn't probably SEC player of the year, national player of the year, but what, what was the reasonable expectation for him coming in? Yeah, I think Tennessee thought they had a really good player. And I think, you know, it was interesting because there was, there was obviously a lot of uh, speculation about what Tennessee was going to do in the transfer portal last offseason. There was this thought they needed a difference maker, uh, a scorer like him. And when, when his name kind of surfaced, you know, people saw that he was from northern Colorado. And I think a lot of people thought that he was just not, not the elite scorer they needed to be going after. He wasn't this big name compared to a lot of other guys. And we see now what, what Tennessee saw in him, what Rick Barnes saw in him, and why they were sort of set their sights on him right away. Um, a, a good evaluation on their part, and it's not like they were projecting a whole lot. He was good there, but he wasn't quite this good. Um, so I think a reasonable expectation was that he would be a 15 to 18 point per game scorer. I think they thought he would be, you know, really good and one of their leading scorers right off the bat, but, uh, I don't think anybody saw this coming, and they're, they're certainly pleasantly surprised that he has shown another level to his game compared to, to what he did at Northern Colorado. But, you know, su- such an unusual thing to, for a guy to, to not be quite a, a star in his league. I mean, he was a good player, but just not, it wasn't like he was dominating that conference. Mm. And for him to do that and then come to the SEC, it's obviously a much tougher conference and play much better against better competition is pretty remarkable to, to see a guy take that kind of leap and really, really make himself into a potential lottery pick at this point. Ryan Callahan is our guest. Go Vols 24-7 at Ryan Callahan 247 on Twitter X. All right, obviously tomorrow night, huge game at Alabama. Uh, I imagine Bama will have a little payback on their minds because they got, you know, they got smacked around pretty good in Knoxville. Uh, How do you see this game breaking down? Obviously a lot of implications, perhaps a one seed for Tennessee or Alabama, and obviously first and foremost, sole possession of first place in the conference on the line. Yeah, and so someone uh, someone asked me this: Is this the biggest regular season game Tennessee's played since the one versus two game at Memphis back in what two thousand eight? It, it it's certainly in that discussion. Uh, it, it's been a long time since Tennessee played a regular season game with this much on the line this late in the season, especially um, where where it kind of is you know going to decide I think or, or very well could decide the regular season championship in the SEC. Um, and, and going on the road, it's obviously a tough place to play. Alabama's very good at home. You know, most SEC teams are, most, most college teams are for that matter. But, uh, you know, Tennessee's had some up and down results on the road this year. They've obviously got the sort of landmark win at Kentucky that, uh, it stands out, uh, above some of their other performances. But then they, you know, they went to Vanderbilt, struggled for a little while before they took control of that game. They went to Missouri, trailed, uh, early in the second half of that game before putting it away. Um, went to Mississippi State early in the season and lost. You know, they've had their moments on the road where, where you see they're, they're obviously a bit more vulnerable there, as most teams are. But 
um, they, they're going to have to show up ready to play. And I, you know, I would imagine this is going to going to be a fairly high scoring game. You know, both these teams can obviously shoot it well, uh, score as well as anybody when when their offense is really firing on all all cylinders. Uh, I, I would imagine we're going to see a, a pretty good back and forth game from these two teams. So it's it should be a lot of fun, as you said. Alabama certainly will have payback on their minds after the way things went at Thompson Bowling earlier in the season, and uh, or I guess I should call it Food City Center. I'm still not used to that. Yeah. Um, but the uh, but yeah, the, this this is a, a great matchup, and, and certainly one Tennessee's going to uh, they're going to have to play their best game because Alabama is a a very different team at home compared to the one they saw earlier this season in Knoxville. Well, speaking of the NFL Combine, I uh, got a few Vols players there uh, working out. Obviously, Joe Milton has got some work to do to impress the scouts after a not so great Senior Bowl, right? Yeah, that's uh, that. That's the thing about that performance, and it, and you know how much can a guy shake that off in in just a, a workout setting where there's no defense playing against him? You know, that that's the the big question because. That was the unfortunate part of that performance for Joe Milton. Is the big question about him has never been the physical skill set. He's got the arm strength. He's got the stature. Uh, a great build. I mean, there, there's a lot to like about Joe Milton on the surface. And if you like Joe Milton, uh, based on the potential, you, you might be tempted to take him. But the fact that he uh, has, has made some head scratching decisions in the past, uh, you know, in games, obviously, and then uh, and then you see more of that in, in a Senior Bowl setting where you, you know you're you're trying to showcase yourself in a game like that there's no need to take any chances uh to, to do anything that might hurt yourself and he still managed to make a couple uh bad decisions in that game frankly that uh that, that sort of just underscored what, whatever concerns you might have had about joe milton coming out of college so um it is uh it, it's a good opportunity for him to maybe rehab his value a little bit but yeah you wonder if, if it's enough to convince people that those concerns aren't there but uh, you know we've seen it plenty of times over the years you know, guys who just have a physical skill set that is too tempting for teams to pass up. You know, mm-hmm. All these NFL teams, so many of them seem to think, "Hey, we can we can coach him better than he was coached in college, or we can get something out of him that other people haven't." So if that if that physical skill set impresses just one or two teams, that's all it takes uh, sometimes, and we'll we'll see if if that's the case in the NFL. But you know, he's getting a lot of late round projections now, uh, and I think certainly based on what he did in some games this season in the Senior Bowl. You know, it, it's not shocking to see that, but at the same time, we'll see if his value, you know, creeps up uh, coming off the combine. Ryan, of course, Heisman odds are starting to trickle out now, and I'm sure you've seen and I'm sure you've been at it about 80 times right now. Nico, I believe, fourth best odds right now in America. Is that too high for you, or is that about right? Well, it's it's not crazy. I'll, I'll put it that way. I think, uh, you know, First of all, it shows you I think there's not a lot of just established stars coming back that you would put you know immediately in that discussion. Obviously, a lot of quarterbacks headed to the draft, and that's usually where you start when projecting the, the Heisman race. And you know he's got the pedigree as a as a big time prospect with all the all the physical ability in the world you could want, uh, and, and had a pretty solid debut, obviously against Iowa in the bowl game. So uh, there there's there's reason to think he could have that kind of year. Um, I'll be interested in seeing what the Heisman race turns into in the future because it, the the playoff format really could open it up to more players than what we've seen in the past. You obviously, you know, in the in the past several years, it's been kind of the best player on a playoff team most years, and that's only been out of four teams, so it's narrowed the field quite a bit. Now, when the Heisman is awarded, you're going to have 12 teams still in the national championship race. Mm. If a team like Tennessee is on the is in that field. 
that could open the door for someone like that to have more of an opportunity than they might have had in a four-team playoff format. So I, I'll be fascinated to see what impact the, the, the playoff has on the Heisman uh, and, and how that's, uh, you know, if that opens the door for more players to get in the mix. But, yeah, he's, I think he's going to put up good numbers, and, and everyone at Tennessee is pretty convinced he's going to be uh, at least close to, to expectations. That the, the bar set awfully high, but, yeah, there's, there's reason to think he could be really good, and, and if, that's, if he puts up the kind of numbers we saw Hendon Hooker put up a couple of years ago in that Josh Heifel offense, anything's possible, especially with a guy that, that has that kind of ability. Baseball team off to an eight and one start. About what you expected from uh, from them putting a boy. The the lineup seems to be in mid season form. They're putting up a lot of runs. Yeah, they they are. They've had a couple games where it's not been quite like that, but then they've had had several others now where the offense has been really good, and that's uh, that's obviously a pretty good sign for any team in February uh, when the weather is not necessarily conducive to the ball jumping off the bat. So. Pretty good start for Tennessee, for sure. Yeah, about what we expected. It's a team that's, uh, again, you know, noticeably different from last year's group, but still with a lot of talent, obviously, and some some key additions in the transfer portal that uh, that that are, are off to a good start. So yeah, they've they've been good, uh, as good as advertised to this point, and I would expect them to continue to to hit pretty well and and be a well-rounded team that's going to win a lot of games. Uh, you know, obviously, some things to work out it's early in the season. Everybody's got some some uh, some some things that they need to improve on but this team looks pretty good so far and as you said for for the most part they've hit pretty well in february which is not something you can always count on with the weather right as always we appreciate the visit and the knowledge my friend have a great weekend all right absolutely you guys do the same Thanks. all right there he goes ryan callahan go vols 24 7 we'll come back take your phone calls till the top of the hour lenny acuff lipscomb head basketball coach is going to join us then But for now, it's me, the General, and you. Stay with us, WNSR. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. Package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. Bob Steak and Chop House, located in the Omni Nashville Hotel, is a nationally renowned steakhouse specializing in the finest corn-fed Midwestern prime beef. The menu formula is simple. Incredible meat, gigantic shrimp, fabulous salads, and decadent desserts. Start your experience at Bob's with the fried calamari or fresh scallops seared in Texas burnt honey. All the beef at Bob Steak and Chop House are USDA prime cuts from the traditional fillet of tenderloin and ribeye to the adventurous Kansas City bone-in strip. They even have two different surf and turf options. And if you're looking for the other white meat, Bob Steak and Chop House serves a dry-aged pork tomahawk with homemade applesauce. Fresh seafood is on the menu from salmon to scampi and even fresh lobster tail. For reservations, give them a call or log on to the Omni Nashville Hotel website. Bob Steak and Chop House at the Omni Nashville Hotel. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. I like putting parlay bets together 
hammering the overs, and anytime player touchdown bets always have me on the edge of my seat. So if you're ready to do the same, visit FanDuel.com slash win and kick off the NFL season. That's FanDuel.com slash win. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 21 plus in President Kentucky. First online real money wager only $5 pregame money line wager required. First online real money wager only $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In a single moment, everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now, with youth sports in full swing, the American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash hands-only CPR and become a lifesaver today. It's a Bill King Show. We created a rule decades ago on the show. Weddings, things of that nature, during the playing portion, do not get consideration. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Weddings are meant for the spring. They do not get consideration during the playing portion of the season. That's just the way we work it around here. That's the way we play it around here. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. Friday edition of JB and the General here on WNSR. Great to have you with us as we close out what's been a really cool week. Top of the hour, Lenny Acuff, Lipscomb men's basketball coach, is going to join us. Until then, we've got you on the phones. Let's go to our guy, Dougie Fresh. Good morning, Mr. Burton. What's up, man? Good morning, Mr. Burton. And uh, also to the general. Good morning, Doug. I, I was just thinking about how, you know, when you hear them talk about Dalton, it reminds me of that Roadhouse movie where Jeff Healy says the name is Dalton because nobody knew who he was. And yeah. that's kind of the case here mm-hmm. in Colorado. How, who who knew this cat was that good? I watched the game of that. I don't even think the Vols knew that this guy was that good. I think he thought he was a guy that could help them with some scoring. He's got some size. He can create, obviously, but... I don't think they nobody anticipated this. Six thirty point games, think, you know, I mean the guy's just been otherworldly. I don't think Colorado knew what was in Colorado. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. And and the, the thing is is it it kinda reminds me and this may be a stretch. Did you see Scottie Pippen doing this at Arkansas? No. And then all of a sudden he's the he's the Robin of Batman or could have been Batman at times. So I just wonder. Just uh, he far. would have been Batman had he not played with Michael Jordan. Exactly. So did did anybody see this, or did they even see Dennis Rodman out of nowhere? So I just wonder how far can he go? And, and when Auburn brought that double team to try to put pressure on, and Pearl can put pressure on, mm-hmm. he was smooth as silk, and, and 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 I don't think he even, you know, folded under the pressure, and that's going to get him ready for the. For the for the tournament, I do believe because they're going to bring heat, like you know, like you said, and I think he can handle it. The other question is, do you think the other people can pick up the slack? 
Well, who's going to be the other guy to step up? Is it going to be Adu? Is it going to be Vescovy? Is it going to be Ziegler? You know, I mean, there there are a number of different candidates, and that's going to be key for them uh, as they go through the tournament because it it can't just all be Dalton Connect. Sooner or later, somebody else is going to have to step up, right? That is the question mark, but he's fun to watch. Uh, kind of want to see what his career is going to do. Be good for a, a one and done, and him head to the NBA if that's what he chooses to do. You know, strike while the iron's hot, but. Again, watching him the other night, I, I I had a different appreciation for him because the dude's good. Appreciate it, man. <laughs> He's good. Thanks, Doug. Have a good weekend. Tony in Nolensville, join us. Hi, Tony. Good morning, guys. Good morning, John. Good morning, Tony. Weekend's ready to go now. Yes, sir. Uh, guys, you know, I want to touch on this uh, uh, Dalton Connect. The guy, you know, where has he been? Nobody knew nothing about this guy. Whoever went and got him at UT, kudos. They ought to give that guy some NIL money. You know, I mean, <laughs> that guy deserves a raise. Who, he yeah. really does. I mean, northern Colorado to Tennessee, and all of a sudden the guy's a phenomenon, you know. And I, I being a Vandy fan, I enjoy watching him. He's exciting. He is he fun to watch. He, he can drive through the basket. He can hit a 30-footer. I mean, you know, I mean, it's he's fun to he's watch. He's got NBA and, game. Uh, I, I believe he's got NBA. He's got solid game. He really does. And uh, but yeah, I just wanted to throw it out there on that. Yep. And uh, you know, this weekend, uh, Caitlin Clark's gonna break Pete Maravich's record. Yep. You know, guys, was she, was she like eight points away, something like that? Eighteen, I think. Eighteen, what? Yeah. But, She'll get that know, in the first five minutes. So. Oh no doubt, that'll be done in the first quarter for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, and I hate it. I really do hate it because. She's, we know the argument. She's got the three-point line. I've heard before Pete had the, the three-point line, it would have been another 500, another 1,000 points. It really is amazing and, what Pete Maravich did, you're right, without the benefit of a shot clock or the three-point line, you know, the numbers he put up. This, pretty amazing. This record has stood the test of time until this weekend. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, it's extremely remarkable. So, uh, but you know, if she breaks it, I wish they'd keep it, you know, women's, I wish they'd keep the men's, but they're not going, that's not the way the world revolves around today. So I want to throw that out there. And, yeah, and uh, Caitlin announced she's going to, she's not coming back next year. She's going to go to the WNBA. I mean, she's going to take a pay cut. <laughs> oh, you know that's happening. You know that's happening, John. That's right. And touching on the, the NFL players patent. I've watched some of it, too. It's just amazing, John and Patton, how these guys get bigger, faster, and stronger. They leap. I enjoy watching the defensive linemen on their leap where they slap the little thing up. Yeah, the the vertical. Yeah, Right, the vertical, because on that, you know, you can imagine defensive tackle. That's important because if that guy, whatever, he can leap, he can get up there. If he can't get through the passer, he can damn sure get up there and knock down a pass. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, things like that. And I, didn't they have a lineman, John, the other day run a 4-7? Yeah, I think Played so. Patton, did you see that? Yeah, Northern Colorado ran a 4-5-8. Wow. How big was he? I mean, it's unbelievable. 260-270. Yeah. So, but uh, hopefully the Titans, hopefully we'll get one or two of those good ones too. So, hey, guys, have a great, safe weekend. Talk to you on Monday probably. Thanks, Tone. Appreciate it. 
Tony and Nolensville checking in. All right, we're going to close out hour number one. Lenny Acuff from Lipscomb will join us top of the next hour. Uh, we'll try to squeeze in another phone call or two between now and then. WNSR. Looking for something to take your mind off this traffic? How about a true story of instant success? Did you hear about the two friends who went grocery shopping in Ashland City and picked up everything on their list plus $75,000? Or the one where a truck driver made a last-minute stop off Interstate 40 and drove off with a cool million? All their lives changed in an instant, and yours could too. So stop by your local retailer for your chance with instant games from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing, life-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Attention business owners, WNSR has some exciting opportunities for your business to thrive in the dynamic world of sports radio advertising. As the proud home of some of your favorite sports teams like the Atlanta Braves, Memphis Grizzlies, and more, we understand the power of sports in bringing people together and creating a passionate community. We believe that your business can become an integral part of this experience, reaching a diverse and engaged audience. Contact the WNSR sales team for an opportunity to discuss how Nashville's sports radio can elevate your brand to new heights. Whether you're interested in a specific sponsorship package or would like a customized solution, we are here to meet your advertising needs. Call 615-844-1039, 615-844-1039, or email saleswnsr at gmail.com. That's saleswnsr at gmail.com. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's $5,000, $50,000, or $500,000, we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-617-0239. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at tra.com or call 800-617-0239. That's 800-617-0239. Tax Relief Advocates, real solutions for real people. Do you ever feel like gambling is causing financial strain or hurting your relationships? The Gambling Clinic has been helping people who want to change their gambling habits for over two decades. With physical clinics and remote online appointments, we're here to help you make informed decisions about your gambling so it doesn't lead to a bigger problem. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com so we can work together to help you win your life back. This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. It's the McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. Patrick Mahomes, he's in the GOAT conversation with this win. I'm calling him Michael Jordan, essentially, because he's taking other people's rings. There's no shame in losing to Patrick Mahomes. He's that good. If you just got bested by Patrick Mahomes, you just got bested by Patrick Mahomes. It's Patrick Mahomes, GOAT-level kind of guy. The McFarland Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNF. (laughs) 
In just a few minutes, Lenny Acup, the head coach of Lipscomb Men's Basketball, will join us here on the program. JB and the General, Friday edition, right here on WNSR. More Combine stuff coming your way today and all weekend, and our guy, Patton Cook, will be glued to his television. Will you not, General? Yes, sure will. And we had a, a question on the text line from the General fan. He goes, happy Friday, fellas. Uh, happy Friday to you, General fan. Just wanted to see which... Are there any JB fans out there, you by know the what? way? Apparently not. We, th- those are coming. You are the glue that is holding this oh, show together, oh, Patton Cook. I oh, mean, stop. no one... Zero, zero people would listen. Even producer Debbie. She loves you more than me. I, I would argue Eric in Columbia is a JB fan. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'd say he is. Uh, just wanted to see which sporting event you guys are looking forward to watching the most this weekend. NFL Combine, general general fan. For me, that is what I'll be glued to. <laughs> I would say Arsenal, but they don't play till Monday. And yeah. My Cavalier, I'm still getting over disgusting double <laughs> overtime loss the other night against the Chicago Bulls. Well, you could be war- you could be- it could be worse, okay? We got sunned by the Warriors last night because, oh. you know, I'm freaking my my Knicks, my banged up New York Knicks, you know, and how could they let and, you down like and, that? And, yeah, that you know, Teddy Bear hit eight three-pointers last <laughs> night. He was shimmy dancing, oh, chewing on his mouthpiece no, all over no. the guard. I hate him. No. Sports hate. I hate him. I hate him. And Draymond Green was just being a real yeah. ass. Um for me, general fan, it's uh, it's got to be Tennessee, Alabama tomorrow night. I'm really looking forward to seeing that. That should be a fun game. Um, so yeah, you're you're all over that combine, man. All over it. Why not? <laughs> Why not? The future is now, right? <laughs> Apparently, I mean, we get more and more coverage every year. So I mean, next year, bro, I mean, going to that thing, man. You know, like obviously the biggest off season event in the NFL is the draft. It's the off season Super Bowl. But the Combine's, like, right behind it. I mean, it was like everybody from every major media outlet was there. I mean, it was all the NFL Network guys all the and gals, all the ESPN guys and gals. And, I mean, you know, every team, like, has, like, their own in-house broadcasting now where they do, like, pretty much daily shows, right. you know. So, you know, Mike Keith and, all, and Amy Wells and all the Titans people were there, and it was great to see them. Um, you know, I mean, and you go by that radio row and just and all 32 teams are just represent and they're just yakking and talking yep. and jawboning, jawboning. And it's, <laughs> I mean, it's just, you sit there, you're like, man, everybody's got a mock draft. And everybody's got a mock draft. When's yours coming out? Uh, it's coming out, uh, February 30th. Uh, it'll now, if you're going to do a mock draft, I want you to do it right. I want trades. I want okay, yep. surprises. Okay. I will do that. That's that's the part I love when people, oh, the Seahawks are going to trade with the Vikings to move up to take this guy. Really? I, I will preview my mock draft. Marvin Harrison Jr. will fall to the, to the Tennessee Titans. <laughs> you heard it here first. From your lips to God's yes. ears. Patton he's hiding something at the combine. That's why he's yeah. not running. He, he's, yeah, exactly. He's got exactly. something to hide. Something to hide. Maybe, maybe him and Carthon are already in cahoots? Question mark? You know what? If we had Vrabel, I bet Marvin Harrison Jr. would would be a Titan. He, and what were you what were you telling me about Vrabel? He he congratulated Carthon for hiring Brian Callahan. Sure did. Jimmy Wyatt's got a story on Titans Online talking about it. Apparently, Carthon's daughter, huge fan of Vrabel's, got him at his as as her lock screen, a picture of her and him. So the yeah, so, beef is, so, is not so, real. By the way, so does producer Debbie probably over at News Channel Five. So, <laughs> all right, well. 
right. So long, Rabes. We hardly knew you. All right, we'll come back. Lenny Acuff will join us after that. Your phone calls. Hour number two coming right up. ABC News, I'm Brian Clark. Crews say they've made progress fighting the largest fire in Texas history. It's now 5% contained, but it's more than a million acres in the Panhandle, which is livestock country. ABC's Jim Ryan says it's been destroying hay and feed. Rancher Gary Alexander says it isn't just the feed, but the animals themselves taken by the flames. They lost a lot of cows and calves, and it's bad. It's terrible out there. Estimates on the number of cattle killed by the fires run into the thousands. Former President Donald Trump's expected in a Florida court today for a conference regarding the date of his trial in the classified documents case. Special counsel Jack Smith has suggested July 8th could be the final day of hearings to determine if District Attorney Fonnie Willis will stay on the case in the election interference case in Fulton County, Georgia. And the FBI seeking an Iranian intelligence agent for questioning, saying he was attempting to recruit people to kill U.S. government officials. This is ABC News. Give the star in your life the brightest gift in the world. Name a star after them. This is Rocky Mosell with International Star Registry. For $59 and a call to 800-282-3333 or visit StarRegistry.com, you can name a star for birthdays, weddings, or even memorials. Over 45 years, we have named millions of stars for celebrities and individuals from around the world. The star you name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office. Visit StarRegistry.com or call 800-282-3333. Offered not valid in all states or where prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Honey, the credit card bill came, and we're maxed out. Maxed out cards. Rent is due. We just need some extra cash to help us get by. Maybe we should go to 27cash.com. With our bad credit? 27cash.com is one of the largest personal loan networks. They can help people with any type of credit get up to $5,000, and cash can hit our bank account as soon as tomorrow. When you need extra cash, go to 27cash.com. That's 27cash.com. 27cash.com. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office, a division of the Tennessee Department of Safety and Homeland Security. Some days I cover up because of my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Now I'm hitting the road with clearer skin thanks to Sky Rizzi. Rizemkism of Rizza, a prescription-only 150 milligram injection for adults who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy. With Sky Rizzi, three out of four people achieved 90% clearer skin at four months. And Sky Rizzi is just four doses a year after two starter doses. 
Don't use if allergic to Skyrizi. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. Thanks to Skyrizi, there's nothing on my skin, and that means everything. Your doctor today about Sky Rizzi, the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis, and visit skyrizzi.com or call 1-866-SKY-RIZZI to learn more. <clears throat> oh, beautiful gold rush with your sparkling top prize, you surely are a sight for sore eyes. And jackpot slots with your chance of $75,000 winners, oh, how I'd take you for a candlelight dinner. Uh, sounds like people are really loving the new February Instant Game from the Tennessee Lottery. Play today for your chance to win up to $5 million only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Welcome back for the second hour of JB and the General, presented by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Live on WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. Call or text into the show right now. 615-844-5600. That's 615-844-5600. Broadcasting live from the Strike and Spare studio, here's News Channel 5's John Burton and Patton Cook. Hour number two of the JB and the General Show. Very special guest on hold with us right now, Lipscomb men's basketball coach Lenny Acuff on the line. First of all, he deserves a medal for having to deal with me all season long at home. I just want to say that off the top of the bat. Coach, thanks so much for joining us this morning. Hey, Coach. Well, thanks, thanks for having me, buddy. Hey, JB, how are you, buddy? Good, man. Good to talk with you. Yeah. Good, my pleasure. Thanks for asking me. Excited to visit a little bit, Coach. Uh, you've had a a heck of a season this year. You, your guys right now standing firm in the number three seed in a Sun play. If you wouldn't mind, give us a recap because a, a heck of a lot has happened in the in the couple months of this season. Yeah, yeah as you know, Pat, it's been a really interesting year for us. We we had won twenty games last year and got beat in a tough game in the semifinals of our conference tournament last year. In return, uh, four of our top five starters and four top four sco- top five scores, and so their expectations were high, obviously. But um, uh, the night before we opened up at Wichita State, first game of the year, we lost Jacob Malkovich for the year, who was uh, first team All Conference last year. I thought had a chance to be the Player of the Year in the league, and uh, we lost him for the year. And then uh, we still hung in there and played pretty well early and had some good wins. Well, then we lost Darren Boyd. We lost. Uh, I got beat at uh, Belmont by one point on the last play of the game, and we lost him for four weeks. Then he broke his uh, broke his thumb. So we kind of kept going and actually started playing really well. We lost by three at Arkansas, and then the next game we went and won at Florida State without Darren, which was obviously a big win for our program. And then conference play started and got everybody back for a while, and then we lost a couple other guys. Then, uh, long story short, Darren's out again for the rest of the year towards ACL. But we just kind of figured it out. Uh, on the fly, and our guys have done a great job of being resilient and tough. And you know, we sit here tonight. If we could figure out a way to win tonight against a really good Eastern Kentucky team, it'd be our twentieth win, and we could tie for second in the league. We're, we're going to be the three seed. We don't have the tiebreaker for the two seed, but we could get. We are going to be the three seed. We play at home next Tuesday night in the conference tournament. 
Coach, we had Casey Alexander on uh, yesterday. Of course, you and him have had some pretty good battles here the past couple of years. Uh, kind of like his program, he kind of mentioned it, and it's kind of how you've mentioned it to me, how you want to build your program. You want freshmen. You want to develop guys uh, uh, under your system, and you've got some freshmen that have given you some real contribution this season. You know, we have, and, you know, obviously Belmont lifts and there's a lot of parallels. Um, obviously, think very highly of Casey. He's a good friend and a great coach. And um, But we like to do it with freshmen. I, I do think, like he's had to do, we've had to do, you've got to mix and match it. I do, what I don't want to do is become 100% relying on the transfer portal. I think that's a formula for disaster. Um, you know, we've got three freshmen and sometimes four freshmen that are playing. I, I know in Arkansas, the second half of the game at Arkansas, we had four freshmen on the floor at one time. And so um, I think Cody Head and Dylan Faulkner should both be on the all-freshman team in our league. Uh, there's not a lot of freshmen that play in our league. And Cody Head's had a great year for us. Um, you know, he's almost up to double figures. He has averaging double figures in the league. He's a high school kid from Cleveland, Ohio, won a state championship. And Dylan Faulkner's been uh, just so steady and, and really, really impactful all year. You know, he's 6'9", he's bouncy, probably the most athletic kid on our team. But he's had a really good freshman year as well. So that's really encouraging. And right now the guy that's leading us for sure is Will Pruitt from Algeria, uh, Tennessee. Mount Julian High School played for a great high school coach in Troy Allen. And he's, uh, he's a high school kid. So, um, you know, that, that needs to be the core of your team. I think you can make the match. And we have been fortunate. We've done well in the poll and finding the right guys. Yeah, Coach, you mentioned Will Pruitt. Just, uh, you know, what has he meant to your program? I mean, he's been a, a real steady force for you guys throughout the season, no? Yeah, you know, it's been it's been four years of it, though, guys. He's just, he's a winner. Um, you know, he's a great story. You know, his team was the number one team in the state um, in 2020 or 2019, whatever year, I guess COVID in 2019. And uh, they didn't get to play the state tournament. And so... Guy, can you imagine that? The Monday before you're playing for the state championship, you don't get to play when you have the best team in the state. Um, but we're fortunate to get him, and he's done nothing but win. I mean, he's just a winner. I, we go to Austin P last week, and it was a really high-level game, and he goes and gets his 30. Uh, the other night against Bellman, a game that clinched third for us in the home game, he gets his 27, 24 in the second half. But, but his impact is so much more than scoring points. He's our leading rebounder. He's second in assists. Uh, leads us in minutes played, but most importantly, he wins, wins in the character department. He's an unbelievable kid, and uh, he's just what you want your program to be about. Coach, another young man who's had, had a really good season. At, at least um, a, a couple days ago, he ranked second in assist-to-turnover ratio, and that's Joe Anderson. Uh, what is that young man like for you uh, to have in your program? Because he's, he's basically like a quarterback out on the court for you. Yeah, you know, uh, it's interesting that John Beeline is a good friend of mine that coached at Michigan and West Virginia and all in the NBA. He came to our game at Florida Gulf Coast uh, about a month ago. He lives down in Naples now. And he just said he's got a computer mind. He said he's a computerized point guard. And thought that was the best way to describe it. You know, we got Joe from Furman. Wasn't playing very much. He's a Maryville, Tennessee kid. And uh, he's just been great. I mean, second in the country in assisted turnover in the league, seven to one assisted turnovers. And what he's done, too, he's enabled Will to get off the ball. Um, Will had to play the point for us most of his first three years here. Will's not necessarily a point guard. He can play the point. Will's just a player. And so that got Will off the ball. And, you know, we asked Will to guard their best player every night. That's a lot. And But Joe's been great for us and uh, really had a big impact. And 
you know, Owen McCormick as well, a transfer from Presbyterian, has given us a pick and pop five that's been really good. And A.J. McGinnis, who's a transfer from Cincinnati, has had a great year as well shooting the basketball. So we've got a nice blend and a nice mix. Now you just want to you want to really finish this thing strong, as I'm sure you guys know at this level, it's all about the, the end of the year. Yeah, what would it mean, you know, obviously to get that win tonight, you know, East Kentucky is, like you said, a really good team, but, man, a chance to get back to 20 wins. Yeah, I, I don't know. You know, guys at our level, you know, the benchmark winning 20 games is quite an accomplishment. It's not like it is at the Power Fives because we have to play five guarantee games a year, which basically right. means you go play Power Five schools. Um, I mean, you're almost starting on five every year. And so you only play 26. So that means you got to go 20 and six to do that at your level. And that's really hard to do. Now, we have been fortunate the last three years we've won. We won at Florida State this year. We won at Louisville last year. We won at Dayton the year before. We were forced to win one of those games the last three years, but it's just tough when you start in a hole like that. And so I think it means probably more at eye level, JB, than it does even in some of the other places. Mm. Coach, for you, when you look at Eastern Kentucky, I mean, they've been, at least in standings, the best team in A-Sun all year long. What makes them kind of that team to beat right now? Well, they probably they have the player of the year in the league in Cozart, who's a big kid. He's six seven, but his but his wingspan seven four. He leads the country in block shots and offensive rebounds. They've got other two other kids, uh, Blanton and Walker, will probably be all conference. If you got three of the top ten players in the league, you're going to be good. But they've really had a great year. Now the irony is, and what makes this game tonight so intriguing, if they if we were to win tonight and Stetson wins at uh, Jackson at North Florida. Stetson wins the lead. They have the tiebreaker. Hmm. And so, obviously, Eastern Kentucky's playing for a lot. And, and in our league, guys, it's so important the higher you finish because we play high seed all the way through. So, if Eastern Kentucky wins tonight, they've got three home games to go to the NCAA tournament, which, and they are <laughs> dominant at home. I mean, dominant. I mean, you know, you're Richmond, Kentucky. There's not a whole lot going on. And they'll sell <laughs> that place out. And, and that, that's a tough ask to go in there and win. And, uh, they probably have the best team, and then you get home court for three straight nights, your chances of going into the late tournament go way up. So, um, you know, we can't really improve or, or lose ground in terms of our, our seating, but, boy, this is right. a huge game for, for Eastern for sure. Coach, of course, you've been uh, in college basketball for a long time. You know adversity is going to strike in, in, in March and in conference tournament play. And your team has had a lot of adversity this year. Do you think that will be a benefit for you guys as the uh, conference tournament rolls around? Well, I hope so. I think you draw past experiences. You know, but, the, but the reality is this, too. And they're, they're, you know, I, I would say you can't outrun reality. Um, we've played really, really well without Darren and without Jacob. But we're, our ceiling is not as high. Yeah. I mean, the, the reality is in the game, you've got to have somebody that can get you a basket. You've got to have somebody that can stop the bleeding. And those two guys are great at that. So our margin for error is very slim, um, and we're very fragile in terms of that. We have to play well. I mean, like, we're going to get a home game on Tuesday night, um, and it's going to be hard. I mean, it's going to be a really, really hard game. We'll play Florida Gulf Coast, North Florida, North Alabama, and they're all three very, very capable. So, you know, but you do hope that, that having a sense of urgency, because your margin for error is not small, really lends itself to continuing to improve, and I think we've done that. Coach, uh, you've seen teams like Austin P and Eastern Kentucky move into A-Sun play. How much have they lifted the conference up in terms of kind of competitiveness? Because, I mean, like you mentioned, top to bottom, no 
No team in this league is a pushover. No, it, you know, when I came here uh, five years ago, there were only nine teams in the league. Um, we're at 12 now, and the thing is the teams we've added are really good teams. Obviously, all Eastern Kentucky's winning the league, Austin P. Um, Corey's done a great job with his team at Austin P. Great job. And uh, they're playing as well as anybody right now. And, um, and that's, the, that's the nature of college basketball. You know, Austin P. has 13 new players from last year. They, they went from last. And now they're going to finish fourth in our league this year. And, and, and that just shows you there's so much change in college basketball. This is my 34th year as a head coach. In the last 18 months, it's changed more than it has the first 32 and a half years. I mean, it's just, I mean, we're, it is, it is a really unique time and a very challenging time. But, but also, you know, when you're not having a great year, you can flip that thing pretty quick by changing your roster. Lenny Acuff is our guest, Lipscomb men's basketball coach. And, Coach, you you made reference to it. Just the fact when you lose a key player to injury like you have, how long does it take for, like, you and the rest of the players to kind of get over the shock? I mean, it's kind of like stepping on a rake, isn't it? It takes you a minute to kind of recover and move on. Great point. It, it is. And particularly, like we, you know, I mean, Jacob, I thought by the end of the year last year, was the best player in the league. And, you know, so you're here all summer and you go through the whole fall and, you're going to play through him, and in 24 hours for your first game, he's not going to play. Um, that's almost like saying you lose your quarterback. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, you just this, we're going to run the spread, and then you have to maybe go to the wishbone the night before the first game. Um, and it took, we we didn't play Drake the first night at Wichita State. We were competitive, but we went two nights later to Drake, and uh, we were up seven, and you know, midway through the second half at Drake, and I thought we're going to be okay. Uh, I knew there'd be some bumps in the road, but we've got a lot of guys really step up, but it takes time for sure. We've had to actually re-get, re-acclimated when we lost Darian two weeks ago. He was, he was playing first team all conference level and he tore his ACL. Sure. And, uh, so we had to kind of change our deal. I mean, we're really small. We start four guards now. Mm. Um, you know, we, we're, we only start one guy over six three. So we're one of the smallest teams in division one basketball. Now we've, our numbers analytically, offensively, knock on a lot of wood, have been off the chart. I mean, we're top ten in the country in a lot of offensive categories. And I think a lot of that is that we play four guards. It's just we don't have a lot of size. Well, obviously, you got to take care of business tonight against uh, Eastern. But looking ahead to the tournament, uh, what do you? what is your team going to have to do to run the table and, uh, and cut down the nets and get that uh, automatic bid to the NCAA? Yeah, and you know, at our level, it, it, that's all there is. There, there's one bit. It, it all comes down to the tournament, and, and, right. and there's so much parity in our league. I, I think the biggest thing, you know, the way we do our tournament, guys, we'll be at home next Tuesday. We'll, if we win, we'll go on the road Thursday, and if you win that game, you play next Sunday on the road, unless there's some upsets. And so that's three games in a week. And so you you just hope, at the end of the day, it's a make-or-miss game. And you just hope that the nights, that those three nights, that the ball's going in. And you need to be lucky. Um, and, and I'll tell you this, too, and I won't get too deep in the weeds on it. it I, the, those three teams we play, we have some advantages and some disadvantages with each of them. A lot of it comes down to matchups. Like when you see the bracket announced for the division, the NCAA tournament in two weeks from Sunday, I, I can just tell you right now, some people are going to cringe because they get a bad matchup. But there's going to be some people <laughs> like, that's a great matchup for us. Well, Coach, we appreciate you uh, coming on the show with us. Good luck to tonight. I'll speak to you in a couple of hours, and uh, we'll do it again on Tuesday. Sounds great. Thank you so much. I hope you have a great weekend. Appreciate you, Coach. All right. Thanks, Amy. See you, buddy. Yep. All right. Good job, man. Good guesting.
big uh, big Lenny Acuff guy. Here. Yeah, I had never, great guy. Never Terrific met him coach. until this year. And yeah, got introduced to him before the season, and it, it's been a heck of a lot of fun. And for me, I'd done a lot of Austin P games, and really love doing that. But fact i get to stay a little closer to home not, not as much interstate time is pretty good and, and getting to know and uh getting to watch pretty good basketball teams has been a lot of fun this year well lenny's just done a great job i mean you know there was i'm sure there was a little bit of pressure there because casey alexander had such yeah. success there got them to the championship of the nit one year and uh you know certainly has done a great job taking over for casey alexander when he went up the street to belmont and uh, to take over that program so um, it's always tough to lose key players, especially right. mid, mid to late season. And, you know, they've won six of their last seven. They're locked into the three spot um, in the A-Sun tournament. So, you know, hopefully they'll shoot well. Obviously, when you have a smaller lineup, you're going to have to go out and shoot well uh, and spread the other teams out and, and you know, kind of make up for your lack of size. And, you know, we'll see what happens in the A-Sun tournament. And, you know, he said it, and everybody knows it. It's a one-bid league. you yep. got to... You got to win the conference tournament. Yeah, they know that, and uh, that it absolutely is. And if you like a, a fast, quick, exciting brand of basketball, go on tonight. It's a, it, not very expensive to get in. You can watch some good basketball, and uh, this is a team. Of course, you don't know what's going to happen in conference tournament time, but boy, I, I think they got as good a chance as any. They got one of the <laughs> one of the hotter players in the league right now, and Will Pruitt. Oh yeah, I got He's, to talk to him a few times. That kid's Super, balling, didn't he? Great kid, great kid. So. Yeah, exciting one tonight. Excited to be on the call. ESPN Plus, 7 o'clock. Justin and Jonathan Seaman and myself on the call. How about that? Wow. Pat and Cook stepping up in the world. You got your suit and tie picked out? Oh, yeah. Suit and ties picked out. It's not in the car, uh, thankfully. It's still <laughs> hanging in the closet. <laughs> not having to bum it around uh, this afternoon. Well, like you said, just let make sure you check with Lexi before yes, you absolutely. walk out the door. Absolutely. If, if she says you look good, guess what? You look good. Yes. Because... Women know what looks good on men. And she will let me know when Patton, uh, <laughs> go back in there. Change, change, will you? You're embarrassing me. <laughs> All right. Your phone calls until the top of the hour. It's wide open. 615-844-5600. JB and the General. WNSR. Back after this. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. A friend of mine just bought a new house for the first time. A new house. I mean, my wife and I loved to own a house. So I asked him how he did it. And he smiled and he said he went to the knowledge tree. <laughs> he had this happy look on his face. So I told him to tell me more. And he said, John, the lack of knowledge will keep you poor. Then he handed me a brochure. It was from Knowledge Tree Mortgage. Now I understood. And after one phone call, I understood even more. Knowledge Tree Mortgage specializes in first-time homebuyers. Folks like me who get the runaround from banks. And he got us pre-qualified. Knowledge Tree Mortgage got us our mortgage. And tomorrow, my wife and I are going to become first-time homebuyers. Here's the number. 859-9599. 859-9599. Money doesn't grow on trees. Knowledge does. Knowledge Tree Mortgage. 859-9599. 859-9599.
Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. 800-462-3333. com. Get cash for junk cars. You have a vehicle that's become a problem? You can get cash in your hand today and your vehicle hauled away. They'll buy your vehicle no matter the condition, in your driveway, at your mechanic shop, or even on the side of the road. You can call them at 615-480-6473 or visit buyandtow.com. Get cash in your hand today and your vehicle hauled away. 615-480-6473, buyandtow.com. That's buyandtow.com. Are you ready for some March Madness? Then don't miss out on any of the action at the High Valley Conference Basketball Championship presented by United Fidelity as the return of the Ford Center downtown Evansville for March 6th through the 9th as the first entries into the men's and women's NCAA basketball tournaments are crowned. All session tickets and single game tickets are now on sale to each OVC school's ticket office, Ticketmaster, and the Ford Center box office. Visit ovcsports.com forward slash Evansville for more details and be there to OVC it in person. WNSR, National Sports Radio, JB and the General, Friday edition. Getting you ready for the weekend. Preds are red hot, seven straight wins. Tennessee, a huge game in Alabama, at Alabama tomorrow night. NFL Combine going on. You know what? For there not being football, pretty busy weekend coming up sports-wise. Yeah, I tell you, the Preds, they've maybe saved us a little bit. It was almost going to be a dreary spring and summer if they didn't pick it up. <laughs> be a lot, a lot of negativity around here, but thank goodness. Yeah, they picked it up. All right, let's go to RD and Kalioka. Hi, RD. Good morning, gentlemen. I, while I am a general fan, I have long been a John Burton fan. Oh, do thanks, you, man. Appreciate yes, it. <laughs> uh, do, do you a wide range of sports knowledge, that great radio voice, and brother, that million dollar life you got going on. So you got a lot of fans out here. Well, thank you, RD. Listen, I want to comment on uh well, I'll be darned, I just went blank. Ryan Callahan segment. Yeah. That guy that guy, I enjoy him so much. He is quite He's terrific, isn't he? He's quite the conduit for us ball fans and everything going on up in Rocky Top. So he is plugged in for he sure. He is. I I can I, I can listen to him every day. All right, and one more thing. When you talk to the pogey, tell him RD said hello for me. I will do that. Absolutely. Keep up the good work, guys. Thanks, RD. Appreciate it. Have a good weekend. Yeah, I mean, you know, probably very underrated having a guy like Ryan Callahan on, you know, all throughout the year. Yep. 
talking to everything Vols, and you know he he is plugged in with everything that's going on. And plus, you know, we didn't even get to him about the recruiting. You know what's which going is, on? Where there? That, what he's known for? Right, that's his bread and butter. <laughs> right. the recruiting, right? Well, yeah. no, you're right. He, we can talk literally anything: Lady Vols, men's basketball, football, baseball, mm-hmm. and especially during these months where. Football's prevalent, but really more of the talk now is basketball and baseball. He, he's as good at that as he is his recruiting. Yeah, no doubt about it. We mentioned Tennessee with the huge game tomorrow night at Alabama. Um, you know, possibly in line for a one seed in the NCAA tournament, which would be... Has Tennessee ever been a one seed before? That's a great question. We'd have to look that up, would we not? Yeah. We, uh, we'll check on that. Meantime, Schmitty joins us. Hi, Schmitty. Good morning. Calling to you from the Space City. Houston, Houston Texas. Texas. Houston, Texas, down to watch the Commodores play a little baseball. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. I made sure to bring my Texas Rangers AL championship shirt to wear around. Oh, I'm sure they love that in Houston. Yeah. Let the Astros fans know. Well, you know, Astros fans can, you know, they can they can Bang pound salt. I, I, got, I got no love for the Houston Astros, their fans, anything uh, of that nature, they, being a Yankee fan, a bunch of cheaters. They can just bang on their trash can all day, huh? Don't get me started, Schmitty. Don't get me started. Hey, uh, uh, been a good week for the Commodore. We had Two wins in baseball yes. over a couple of pretty good teams and two wins in basketball. Women's team won again on the road last night, so Yeah. Did you did you uh, hear our interview with Shay Ralph earlier in the week? I did catch part of that. Yes I did. Yes, she's really I'm not a big women's fan. I'm not much a women's fan at all, but she's Well, you don't like women or you don't like women's basketball? No, uh, women's basketball. Oh, I, I was gonna women. say Believe me. But um Breaking News. Just, Breaking News, Schmitty hates women. <laughs> I don't care much for the game, but and like like somebody said earlier that when Clark breaks that record, that's you know good for her. But that's not, and she's she's going to do it in three years, I guess. Like Pistol Pete only played three years, but with the advent of the three pointer, the the shot clock, and then somebody even mentioned how. So you're crapping on Caitlin Clark's accomplishment. Is that what you're doing, Schmitty? I'm saying Pistol Pete's record is the one I'm going with. So, That's yes, more th- th- your answer is yes. You're crapping on Caitlin Clark breaking Pistol Pete's no. record. That kind of sounds like yours, I'm, Schmitty. I'm, I'm, I'm stating facts. Somebody even said because the women's ball is smaller, but the rim's the same size. Well, that even That's even an advantage. So I, anyway. that. I, I will say this. like That whole Steph Curry versus Sabrina Ionescu like, three-point contest, Like I didn't really get it. It didn't really do much for me. I mean, it, it was that supposed to prove that a woman can shoot baskets as well as a man? We've known that. Right. You know, we, we've we've known that for years. Now, she was shooting hey, from the NBA line, correct? Yes. But, I mean, yep. I was when, just when like, did, people made a big deal did, out of it. I was like, okay, well, yeah. Hey, when did, when did the women go to the same three-point line? Is that is that, that Well, they didn't. They, she just shot from the NBA. Yeah, the, she shot the, from the NBA. WNBA yeah. is a little shorter. I think it's a little further from the from the college games still. But. Yeah, it's kind no, of like was, in between. Right. Yeah. No, I was talking about the college. I think the college oh. is all just use, They just use one line now, if you look. Yeah, yep. Now, I was watching the uh, I was watching the Gonzaga game last night in San Fran, and they play the same arena where the, where the uh, Warriors play, and they do have two separate lines. 
But yeah, it used to be the women's college line was shorter. I, I, I guess it's the same now. Mm. Well, I mean, All you right. know, the women are they, they got a lot get, they got a lot more range now. Obviously, Caitlin Clark is uh, evidence of that. All right, y'all have a good weekend. Anchor down. All right, recapping our top story: Schmitty, number one, hates women. Number two is crapping all over Caitlin Clark's accomplishments. Is it, do we have that correct? Oh dear. Let's go to Vol Boy who joins us. Hi, Vol Boy. Hey, John. Uh, in, excuse me, in Patton. Uh, for the record, I love women, but uh, uh, I hate Caitlin Clark. You hate Caitlin Clark? <laughs> well, yeah, she's cocky and you know, going to break. Her. Break a record that that somebody did without the benefit of the three point shot. So, so you're crapping on Caitlin Clark too, boy. We touched Everybody, the nerve here, boy. I tell you what, Caitlin yeah. Clark can't get arrested on this show. <laughs> Bunch of women haters. Uh, Gee, the He Man Woman Haters Club. <laughs> president Schmitty, Vice President Volboy. What are we doing here? You hate her. You don't. You don't hate Caitlin Clark, Volboy. You, you don't. <laughs> You don't I, I, hate her. Dislike her. Well, dislike her greatly. Close, <laughs> close. Hey, John, do you remember the old uh, cheer that cheerleaders would do? You know, be calm, be collect, be no, be cool, be calm, be collect, collect, collect. Yeah, we can change that. We okay. can change it to connect, connect, connect. Ah, okay. It's just he's just phenomenal to, to watch. I, I, I watched him, you know, the other night and. You know, early, he's, he's missing them, and you're thinking, oh, well, he's not on tonight. He's not on tonight. Mm-hmm. It's just amazing. He just amazing. has that knack for knowing when he needs to turn it on. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and the great players really, have that, you know? And for the record, I'm going to guess, I'm pretty certain, certain I'm right, the Vols have never been a number one seed. I didn't think so. No. Uh, not, not, not in my memory, and... And uh, they weren't going before. My I mean, if a, guy, if a guy who calls himself Vol Boy says, you know, has that kind of information, then it's probably true. We'll we'll fact check you, but I mean, that would just be huge to get a one seed, man, in the tournament. My gosh! Although you yeah, know, Alabama not- last year was a one number one overall seed, and you know they they didn't. What they get Sweet Sixteen, and then they got bounced. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be a great tournament here, and, and, and what what do they have? They have buys for Thursday and Friday. Is that right for the SEC tournament? Yeah, you get the double buy. So your first game isn't until Friday, correct? Uh, yes. You're through to the yes, yes. to the quarterfinals. Correct. Yeah. Starts Wednesday and then Thursday. Yeah. yeah. Well, they've been fun to watch. I hope they can keep it up. We'll we'll see Saturday night. Idols. They certainly have. Is it Sears? Is their best player? Who, Alabama? That is nice. That sounds yeah. right. Yeah, it sounds right. Yep. So it's gonna be tough. Um, you know, road game, you know, road game and you know, Alabama's gonna got they got payback on their minds because, you know, Tennessee took it to them pretty good in Knoxville. So it's gonna be a great game, highly competitive. I think it's gonna be close down to the wire. It should be a lot of fun. Yep. Well you two stay out of trouble. Thank you guys. We'll try. Trying to get us in trouble. I'm t- bad mouthing Caitlin Bro, Clark. Bro, I mean, here. what is with all the Caitlin Clark hate? We're gonna start coming for the JB and the General show. <laughs> We're not careful. Back to back calls, just crapping all over Caitlin Clark. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh, I, I didn't Bob know. Boy said he hated her. Yeah, I didn't know we touched a nerve. But here we are. Here we well, are. Caitlin Clark hate lines are open. Everybody six one five eight four four fifty six hundred. I mean, I I don't know. She's a great. Yeah, she's a little cocky, but I mean, you know, who isn't? You know, everybody loves Steph Curry. He's cocky, right? That's that's the part that kills me. The people that don't like LeBron. Why don't you like LeBron? He's cocky. Really? Jordan wasn't cocky. Larry Bird wasn't cocky. Right. Kobe Bryant wasn't cocky. Trying to think of the greatest non-cocky basketball player. There, it doesn't exist. Yeah, Allen Iverson was cocky. I mean, you, you got to be cocky to yeah. be a great player in the NBA, don't you? Just like you got to be cocky to be a great quarterback. I'll give you one. Okay, and maybe it's just because he doesn't care. Is Jokic cocky? He's just indifferent. Yeah, yeah he just he doesn't want to be there. <laughs> You know? <laughs> he doesn't give a rip what you think about him. Well, you know, but uh, Doncic is cocky. Oh, yeah. He's real cocky. Oh, yeah. You know, like I said, everybody loves sweet little uh, Steph Curry, little teddy bear. He's cocky as you know what, man. I just, just all the, all the Caitlin Clark hate that we're getting today. I just, I'm just, I'm, I'm a little surprised. Kevin and Mule Town wants to pile on. Mulehead, do you hate Caitlin Clark too? I love Caitlin Clark. <laughs> there we go. Okay, there you go. Thank goodness. I mean, I've just, all this hate. Come on, ball boy. Hate. <laughs> I know. I, word, right? Mulehead? He was like, I hate I her. Mean, I'm like, what do you mean you hate her? <laughs> I mean, all she's, she's just going out there and doing her job and producing. She's and, really and good, man. Good, and she I'd gets, be a little cocky, too. Right. You know? She's really good. She gets a lot of attention. I mean, I, you know, I, I don't know. Are women not allowed to be cocky? <laughs> is that what it is? I think that's what, what it is, is Mulehead. I think you hit the nail right I mean, on the head. She reminds me of a you know a female Steph Curry. Oh, and Jesus. I know you don't yeah. like to hear that. No. But. Well, I do hate him. That my, but my hate is justified. But you know, Angel Reese is cocky, right? You know. Well, I mean, uh, speaking of Steph Curry, just went into the garden last yeah, night yeah, and just yeah. you know. Yeah. Beat your boys up. <laughs> just hitting threes yeah. off of the Yeah, so, yeah. I'm sure you enjoyed every minute of it, Mulehead, didn't you? You're, you're out I did. You're, you're, yeah, you're, out, you're a little scratchy, do, little scratchy. Yeah, you're shimmy but, dancing uh, in your living room, chewing on your mouthpiece. Is that what you were doing, Muley? I was. Yeah, I was. Good, but, cool. Uh, well, no, good. I'm glad, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Hey, getting back to Caitlin, I, I, I do, you know, I do, I love Pistol Pete growing up and I do know, you know, I can see the difference in the in the in the records, but you know, give it give her credit, man. She's she's doing it, and she, I mean, she's amazing to watch. I mean, I tune in to watch her play. But speaking of tuning in tomorrow, defense travels. Mm-hmm. Defense travels, and they got the Sears kid who is really, you know, he's probably going to finish second in Player of the Year on, behind Connect. Mm-hmm. But uh, ZZ has a way of uh, shutting down these point guards and getting in their face and making it very uncomfortable. They did it in Knoxville. I know Alabama's their home crowd is going to go crazy. They're going to want this back. Well, they're bloodthirsty. They're gonna yeah, yeah. They're, 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 they're going to want a little payback because they got sunned in Foaming Knoxville. Foaming the mouth. But you're right. And you know it, what? Nobody talks about Ziggler's defense, Mulehead. I mean, it's very underrated. That He can he can play some D as well as uh, distribute and you know be the – Floor general out there. I think the X factor for Alabama is that Nelson kid, the big, tall, white kid who transferred from, I think, uh, 
North Dakota yeah. or South Dakota, one of them. Yeah, Grant He's Nelson. really been heating yeah. up lately. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, it's going to be it's going to be a fun atmosphere. It's going to be a fun game. But I think the defense, like I said, defense travels, and I think uh, Tennessee pull. It's going to be a tough one, but I think they pull it out. Well, as you continue to peer through your orange-colored glasses, mule head, I'm not surprised to hear yeah, you say course. that. Of course you would say that. <laughs> of course you would say that. I, 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 just, I just gave Alabama a bunch of credit. Did you turn it or turn it around? <laughs> hey, he's a little louder for the back row. Yeah. <laughs> Mulehead, you're the best. Week. You have a great weekend, man. All right, see you. All right. <laughs> By the way, uh, Tennessee has never been a number one seed. Uh, what's the What's the line in that game tomorrow? It, not out, up? not out yet. Uh, really? At least on uh, the above above grounds books that I, I've looked. At least the couple that I've looked at. I have heard that uh, Alabama is a, uh, a favorite in mm-hmm. some of the uh, uh, other sports books. Shall we call it that? As Greg said, are at the pool hall right now. Right, uh, right. Taking in smoky best, pool but, hall. Yeah, you yeah. know. <laughs> You know the guy, the kid, the guy who takes the bets is named after a city. Yeah. You don't. Nobody knows his real name. Dallas. Yeah, Dallas. Or you know. <laughs> By the way, uh, yeah, Mark Sears uh, having a great year for Alabama, averaging you know twenty one points a game, uh, about five rebounds, uh, shooting forty four percent from three. So uh, they're going to have to guard that young man, and uh, you know, and keep him from getting clean looks. Well, at in, threes in Alabama's arena is so small it's gonna feel like all of rome is packed into that place. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, atmosphere should be terrific it's gonna be great all right we'll come back your phone calls until the top of the hour jb and the general wnsr hi i'm jeff fisher guess what the cats are back the nashville cats will be returning to the municipal auditorium on april 27th in the season opener against the Minnesota Myth. There will be five total games played at Municipal Auditorium with one additional game played up in Clarksville at FNM Bank Arena on Armed Forces Day on Saturday, May 18th. For player or dance team tryouts or tickets, log on to thenashvillecats.com. Your brain is an amazing thing, but as you get older, it naturally begins to change causing a lack of sharpness or even trouble with recall. Thankfully, the breakthrough in Prevagen helps your brain and actually improves memory. The secret is an ingredient originally discovered in jellyfish. Based on a clinical study of subgroups of individuals who are cognitively normal or mildly impaired, Prevagen has been shown to improve memory. A Pharmacy Times National Survey of Pharmacists rated Prevagen the number one pharmacist-recommended memory support brand for the fifth year in a row. You can find it in the vitamin aisle in stores everywhere without a prescription. Help your memory. Try Prevagen today. Prevagen. Healthier brain, better life. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Gas, groceries, utilities, you name it. The price of everything is going up. And if you're stuck in a bad timeshare with rising maintenance fees, the financial burden can be crushing. It is time to get your finances in order and get the real facts about that timeshare that you are stuck in and your options to get rid of it. 
Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, has been helping families out of horrible timeshares for over 10 years and has put together a complete timeshare exit information kit that he will send you absolutely free. To date, over 30,000 families have trusted Wesley Financial Group to help them out of financial hardship by getting them out of bad timeshares. Get the facts about how the timeshare industry works and your options for cancellation. Simply call Wesley now for your free timeshare exit kit and see how you can become timeshare free. Call 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. Once again, 800-462-3333. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience. Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. Package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. Hey, it's John Burton from News Channel 5. And it's Pat and Cook from National Sports Radio. We are excited for our new show, JB and the General, every Monday through Friday right here on WNSR Nashville Sports Radio. Talking all things Titans, Nashville SC, Preds, anything you want, we can talk. And we don't mind going off the beaten path once in a while as well. Again, that's every Monday through Friday, 9 to 11, right here on WNSR. Yeah, running into a tree. Had too much to drink. Oh, oh sorry. Oh, those, <laughs> those aren't the lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like we said, Caitlin Clark hate lines are open. 615-844. Yeah. I still can't believe Volboy said that. I hate her. What's she ever do to anybody? I, I'm, I'm going to have to clean that up and post. We're, yeah, we're, yeah. we're really good. I mean, we talked about Beyonce, yeah. top of the hour, uh, or t- to open the show. And I now, said she was overrated. I didn't I, say I hated her. I know. I'm, well, I'm, but, stu- I'm but, still going to have to clean that up. You know, the B, but you know what? Listen, fair and balanced. I think Taylor Swift's a little overrated. She's uh, really good. But, you know, I don't know. You trying to get this show canceled? John? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, if I'm going to get the beehive pissed at me, I might as well get the Swifties pissed at me, right? I mean, that if that doesn't start World War III, yeah, I'm not, <laughs> not sure what won't. Those two fan bases going at it. Oh, well, be sure to talk. Uh, be sure to check out the uh, podcast show this weekend. What's good with KB and JB, of course, featuring Pat and Cook. Uh, this week, uh, Keith talks about his experiences at the Combine and you know, it's interesting talking to guys like him and Chris Sanders and just, you know, what they went through at the Combine and how much, as we've been talking about, the Combine has become such a big, huge TV and media event, whereas, like I said, back in the day, you didn't hear anything about the Combine. You knew it You knew it existed. You knew it happened. But there was never any footage to come out of it. There was never any coverage, TV coverage. You didn't see any of it. Now we're going to be watching guys, you know, run the 40 and, 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 and bench press 225 pounds of primetime TV. Well, and I, I thought he made a, a pretty interesting point about how, at least for him, going into it as a linebacker, the drills he was running was stuff he's been doing right. since he was a kid. So, right. I mean, there was really no nerves for him ever 
throughout the entirety, but he did mention if I was a quarterback and you're kind of doing these other ones, but I don't know, John, <laughs> you almost see quarterbacks look better in the combine than they do sometimes out on the field. So I, right. I really don't know what to believe if there's true nerves for those guys either, but Oh, a yeah, perfect he, uh, example of that. You ever, hear, you ever hear of a quarterback by the name of, of Achilles Smith? Uh, no. Achilles Smith, I believe, played for Oregon. You can look that up. Okay. And he had a really, really good combine. And the Bengals took him as a high draft pick. And, I mean, he was he, he was less than stellar as a pro. <laughs> but, uh, you know, Lee Steinberg was his agent. And, you know, that was back when there was no rookie scale. So the quarterbacks and rookies could sign for whatever uh, money. And he signed for huge money with the Bengals. And my buddy Dan Horde, who's been in Cincinnati forever, covered the Bengals. And he said he was like the greatest throwing against air seven-on-seven quarterback you ever saw. Everything right on time. You know, the ball just jumps out of his hand and hitting guys in stride. And you get in the game with uh, some you know 11 mean guys looking to take his head off. And it was a little bit of a different story. Yep. And like I said, the streets are littered with guys who've had great combines and great pro days that never materialized, right? Jamarcus Russell comes to mind. And uh, we guy we were talking about, Mike Mamula, who was an outside linebacker, uh, edge rusher out of Boston College, mm-hmm. and had a great game against Syracuse one day, had like five sacks or whatever. And, you know... Well, John Ross... I mean, from yes. Cincinnati Bengals. I mean, straight line speed, exactly. Right, never <laughs> couldn't catch a cold. Right, could run like the wind. Right, this Mamula kid, same deal. Got drafted high by the Philadelphia Eagles and really never materialized in anything. I'll take you back to I'll hit you to way back machine. There was a guy that played wide receiver for the New York Jets named Johnny Lamb Jones. They called him Lamb because he was from Lampasas, Texas. And he's, to date, I think one of the fastest players ever to play in the NFL. Got drafted by the Jets. Same deal. Couldn't catch a cold in a, in a, in a, in a, in a rainstorm. Like had, you know, bricks for hands. When I say bricks, I mean something else. He had two bricks for hands. <laughs> and, you know, could run like the wind, but never materialized in a proper wide receiver. So Got breaking news here. Oh, really? Kevin Byard has been released by the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Whoa! Producer Debbie's uh, ears just perked up. Wow. What do we make of that? Well, uh, contract in 2024 apparently was an issue. Uh, had a big cap hit number, and that's partly why the Titans kind of got rid w- when they did. And but, Yeah. Didn't really... I, I mean, I didn't watch every minute of every Eagles game, but... He didn't make really any impact. He played well in the Kansas City game, the Monday night game. He did a nice job on yeah. Kelsey. But other than that, he didn't really make that much of an impact. That so. whole secondary, John. I mean, yeah, oh, yeah. Bradbury, Slay. Yep. I mean, that, none of them uh, really performed very well. And we love uh, Blankenship, but he, he got kind of tested a little bit too and didn't necessarily come and out Saquon on the right Saquon ran side. his ass over yeah. in the last regular season game. So. <laughs> <laughs> Saquon was one-on-one with him at the goal line, and uh-huh. he just trucked him. <laughs> um, all right, well, so homecoming? Back to Tennessee? What do you think? I don't know. It's a good question. They, they've got a spot because mm-hmm. you, you do like what Amani Hooker gave you, but I didn't see anything from 
any of the guys they put out there. Elijah Molden kind of took yeah, over for that, and he was mid, he was mid, right? He's mid, and he's banged up half of the year anyway. He's That's, always hurt that so, kid. It certainly is a possibility. Wow, the number Can will you be imagine? interesting. Yeah, I, I, I imagine mean, he hasn't sold his house either. So right, that? I'm sure he'd love to come back. He won't be making what he did make. Right, you know, interesting, interesting. Hmm. Kevin Byard back in two tone blue. It could happen. Could happen. All right, we'll come back and wrap up this, whatever this is, next. In a single moment, everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now, with youth sports in full swing, the American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash handsonlycpr and become a lifesaver today. Bar Lines at the Omni Nashville Hotel downtown is at the heart of Music City. Located within walking distance of the Country Music Hall of Fame, Bar Lines at the Omni is your downtown honky-tonk destination. Watch your team for many seat on their plentiful HD TVs and catch a live show on the Bar Lines stage featuring live music seven days a week. Bar Lines has the ultimate southern comfort food. Get started with classic fried green tomatoes or bourbon barbecue wings. Then it's on to the massive Smashville double stack or the world famous bar lines grinder oh you've never heard of the bar lines grinder two kinds of cheese lettuce dijon smoked turkey smoked bacon smoked ham now that's some smoke you want local brews and local spirits are on tap at bar lines take a seat on the patio outside and soak up the rhythm of music city bar lines at the omni nashville hotel fifth avenue downtown Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, it's so great to finally be able to get together again. Oh, it sure is. And I really appreciate you picking up the bill. I'm happy to. I've got the extra cash. Since we've all been driving so much more again, I've been using Upside, the free app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back just for buying the gas I was going to buy anyway. But is it a hassle to use? No, it's super fast and easy and i can cash out whenever i want that's a total no-brainer i'm downloading the free upside app now Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code LIFT for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's promo code LIFT. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code LIFT for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code LIFT. Looking for something to take your mind off this traffic? How about a true story of instant success? Did you hear about the two friends who went grocery shopping in Ashland City and picked up everything on their list plus $75,000? Or the one where a truck driver made a last-minute stop off Interstate 40 and drove off with a cool million? All their lives changed in an instant, and yours could too. So stop by your local retailer for your chance with instant games from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing, life-changing fun. Please play responsibly. It's a Bill King show. Brad, when that news hit, how did you respond? What were your thoughts? 
I'm always thinking betting first, but from a historical aspect, you know, there used to be debate as far as who the greatest is. It Bear Bryant is it Nick Saban. To me, it's Nick Saban, and I'm not a guy that lives in the moment. I just think Nick Saban is the greatest college football coach of all time. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. Wrapping up a Friday edition of JB and the General here on Nashville Sports Radio. Don't forget the McFarlands come your way at 2 o'clock. Jim Rome follows follows us straight ahead. Uh, What's good with JB, KB and JB, the podcast show featuring Patton Cook. Premieres, well, this new episode premieres tomorrow at 10 a.m., and then you can stream it on Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, CastBox, pretty much anywhere you get podcasts. Give it a listen. Go back and listen to old shows, mm-hmm. too. You know, get get our listenership up. I think uh, I think you'll like the show there if are you some haven't listened already. Really endless time. Pod, some of the podcasts, Jeff Fisher, Chris Sanders, episodes like though, really yeah. listen to them two years from now. And yeah, you, really... you definitely want to go back and listen to the Jeff Fisher episode yeah. if you haven't heard that. Uh, Preds tomorrow, late afternoon start against Colorado, 5 o'clock, so that uh, folks can uh, get out and get after it on Broadway nice and early. And, you know, it's very considerate of the yeah, Preds. Good job by the Preds. They're going to go for their eighth win in a row. Looks like they are locked into a playoff spot. We've been talking all morning about Tennessee's big game at Alabama tomorrow night. First place, sole possession of first place in the SEC uh, on the line there. SC got, Nashville SC got anything going on this weekend? Oh, that is I should know. very, very poor by me for not knowing. I believe so. The <laughs> season's well underway. I'd be stunned if, if, if they do not have something. Um, yes, got play Saturday. Um, they are on the road. They're traveling up to Colorado, Colorado, Colorado Rapids, 830 kick, everybody. Ooh, so, in the uh, thin air up there in Colorado, everybody. Sure is. So, and then they got that, and then their first leg of Nashville SC and Inter-Miami on Thursday. Mm-hmm. So, um. Same deal as the Mocha Chocolata, right? <laughs> two, two games, home and away, aggregate scoring. Correct. So, uh, big one coming up. Interesting to see how Nashville SC handles it. Of course, they had quite the, the privilege of not having to play many guys in leg number one or two, quite frankly, in, in the first round. But, uh, Inter Miami's taking this one serious because they're probably not favorites to right now win the MLS just as, as you look at things. But, um, yeah, very interesting. I got a question for you, John, right? End of the show here. Yeah. Three games left before mm. the NHL trade deadline. Mm-hmm. If the Preds win all three, I know you famously said on this show, it doesn't matter. If, say they go, what would that be? Nine in a row? Ten in a row if they go on? They got three games? Ten. There's, yeah, that'd be ten That'd be If ten they win ten wins. in a row, can they trade UC Soros at the trade deadline? No, nah, I don't think they can. But, I agree with you. Yeah. I don't think they can. I think you got to ride it out, and you're going to the playoffs. And you know, I guess I'm in the Greg Pogue 
camp now. Go to the playoffs. <laughs> see how far you can go. You make the playoffs. So, yeah, you can't trade Soros. I agree. You got to right. You got to write oh, it yeah. out. You know, and I mean, the way they're playing right now, who's to say they couldn't win uh, their first round matchup? They won't have home ice advantage. I but. mean, two weeks in the NHL, I'm convinced anything could happen. Uh, last week, we were about ready to sell the team. Uh, oh, but dude, by- after that, after that Dallas game, I was like, okay, we're we're done here. Yep. <laughs> you know, but uh, but no, I'm with you. It. I mean, I it's, didn't. It's I didn't stunning. see seven straight wins. No. I'm shocked. I I, I didn't, didn't see, see it. Well. You know, and kudos, like I said, to uh, Barry Trotz, to Andrew Burnett, and you know all the players, all the. Uh, you know, the veteran leaders on that team. Well, Yossi and Forsberg both. I mean, they dragged them. <laughs> they they really night. have. And they both have had great seasons. Should also mention uh, Vanderbilt hosts LSU tomorrow. Don't want to uh, shortchange yeah. them. But think about it. Next week, Patton, we've got conference tournaments in college basketball. Pretty exciting stuff. Very exciting. I'm on ESPN Plus tonight, 7 o'clock. Lipscomb and EKU. Big game. Tune in. Great week of of guests, and we want to thank you all for checking us out all week. We'll be back on Monday. McFarland's at 2. Jim Rome coming straight ahead. Have a great weekend, everybody. See ya.